do four. One of my personal favorite albums by one of my personal favorite Vocaloid producers made with a medium that means a lot to me personally since I have a lot of experience with it. I put this on the list in the hopes that if we ever did get one of Kikuo's amazing albums, it would be paired with a movie that would do it justice and would meld as well, if not better, than Joker Phone. <sighs> Last week, we finally got the matchup with Kikuo Miku 4, not my favorite album of his, but an album. We got a Kikuo album last week, and what did we get paired with? F***ing Dougal! I, I have prayed to God and asked him to, and asked him for forgiveness, and he has since abandoned me. Welcome back to the sink tank. <sighs> that was a good one. Thanks. That was a good intro. Okay. That was a better intro than the one I had in mind, which was to whisper that this was the ASMR edition of the Sync Tank. <laughs> no, no, I wanted to rant about this combo for a while. I can't believe... Dougal! Hi, everyone. I'm Clay, and I'm scared for my life. I am afraid. What have I created? I... What have... What hell has got around upon me upon this day? God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you... God uh, looked down on you today, and instead of... <laughs> uh-huh. 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 this, this isn't... Instead of giving you something that, that I don't know, might have inspired you, he did instead roll Dougal. Which isn't even the best version of Dougal. <laughs> the movie Dougal. What? What do you mean the best version of Dougal? Okay, so the the version we're going to watch today is technically the English dub that was done by Fuckman. Oh, well, it's going to be on mute. It's going to be on mute. It's going to be on mute. So the fact that it is the Butch Hartman dub does not matter. I know, but that still, being said, Butch Hartman sucks. Jay, why do you have a DVD copy of Dougal? I do not own this copy. My roommate, in fact, owns this copy. Oh, that's so exciting. Because when uh, they were younger, him and his siblings would watch it, and um, yeah. I'm so happy I don't have to spend money renting Dougal. Oh, yes. No, yeah, most definitely. (laughs) That's your loss. Thank your roommate for the sacrifice they have made today. I will. Uh, Much like Holly has a good history with Kikuo, I have a fraught and turmoiled History with the film Dougal. Go off. Go off. I, it's not that long, but I will deliver to you today, listeners and friends alike, the lore of Dougal the film Dougal. (laughs) So. (laughs) So. (laughs) As mentioned before, Dougal is not the original version of this movie. For those who are unaware, we live in North America, and the version of Dougal that we have is not the original. Dougal is an English dub of a British film called The Magic Roundabout, which is in and of itself a 3D adaptation of a puppet show from the 60s, also titled The Magic Roundabout. If any Magic Roundabout fans are listening, you are welcome to come and fistfight me, because as far as I know, all of the information that I have may be incorrect. (laughs) Um, But this film was created, and to the delight and joy of British children all over Britain, uh, it was good. It had a good dub, it had a good British-English dub. Um, And then they thought it couldn't sell well in the United States, and then they hired on, of all people... Which heart man? Yeah. <laughs> to pen the English dub. The man famous sucks. for slapping his name on two good cartoons the- and then making about a million bad ones as soon as he was left to his own devices. Yes, like the man who credits himself and only himself with creating your childhood, i.e., making the Fairly Odd Parents and Danny Phantom, the latter of which he'd had little to no involvement in, in the season he had the most writing involvement in is regarded as the worst season by fans. Like, for good reason! It's awful! Vitriolic hatred for any part of his shows that he actually had majority control in. Famous YouTuber Butch Hartman. (laughs) No! (laughs) 
He does have a YouTube channel. Oh. Yes, and it's awful. He also tried to kickstart his own streaming service that was right. supposed to be Christian, but he didn't disclose that. But he that. did not disclose oh, that yeah. it was a religious service in the advertising. Or the Kickstarter campaign. The Kickstarter campaign said nothing about the actual service itself. It just was like, hey, this service will have a bunch of shows created by Butch Hartman himself. Do you have any idea? Do you have any earthly idea how many Christian streaming services there are? Pure Flix. There's two minimum that I'm aware of. I'm aware of... I guess around 15... I'm aware, okay, off the top of my head, of Right Now Media. Oh, yeah. Pure Flix. Oh, Pure Yippee. What? Um, is Hallmark? Hallmark, arguably. I, Hallmark is Christian in spirit, borderline. Yeah. And about a million that I don't care to remember the name of. Um... I only know about Pure Flicks and some of these other ones through Good Christian Fun, which is a podcast that you should listen to. Good Christian Fun is very good. It's very good. I have not listened to it, but I'm sure that it is, and I'm sure that I should listen to it. Oh, it's hysterical. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Good Christian Fun. We love them. Yes, Vince and I are huge fans of Good Christian Fun. Listen to the God's Not Dead episode. They lampoon it to the ground. It's amazing. And it's live, too. I only know Yippee because it's the only way to watch the new mediocre episodes of VeggieTales. That, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember this conversation. Yeah. Wait, first of all, they're out? Yeah, but no one knows about it because they made a streaming service pretty much exclusively for them. That's unfortunate. And it's $10 a month and nobody's watching it. Wow. That's unfortunate. Then Phil Vischer got fired. No! No! (laughs) What? What? What is the thing? Yeah. What? Then why why are we still doing this whole operation? What are we even doing here? Everything about the VeggieTales show is... I'm going to cut all of this out. But everything about the VeggieTales show is upsetting. Uh, <sighs> it's not nearly as di- disastrous as the VeggieTales reboot, which came before it. VeggieTales in the house. VeggieTales in the house. Yeah, and no, then that's... its reboot, VeggieTales in the city. I wish I could forget. But, like, it's very mediocre. Um, um, I was excited for it too. It looked good. Yeah, it I was did. Really excited. It sounded like everything was gonna fall into place, and like, then it sounded like the stars were gonna align. But then they didn't, and then they fired Phil Fisher. It, it, there was just was, that was their mistake. It's the yeah. story of executive meddling to upsetting degree. I hate it here. Anyway. We're, we're back, because we started talking about Butch Hartman, and then we started talking about the person who Butch Hartman is the evil clone of, Phil Vischer, and then we started talking about VeggieTales for way too long. Wait, yeah. As is prone to happen when you are having a conversation with me, <laughs> Mr. VeggieTale. <laughs> yes, Mr. I have a hardcore VeggieTales hyperfixation. And yeah. Listen, that is so valid. I am the only human, to my own knowledge... Whose VeggieTales hyperfixation is medically documented. <laughs> right! Because your mom! Because my mom is a nurse who has used me as a case study on hyperfixation. They call you Dr. VeggieTale. They call me Dr. VeggieTale. I don't know Phil Vischer on any personal level, Phil Vischer being the creator of VeggieTales, but I feel like we are the two people on Earth who uh, are known to far too many people as the VeggieTales guy. And I feel like that's a fun thing to, like, have a connection over. I hope you get to meet him one day. Someday. I've met, I might have met Jack Black once. Right. Yes, please talk about this. This is my celebrity meeting story. So when I worked at a dinner theater uh, in the year of our Lord, 2018, I had a customer come in on a relatively slow day who looked and sounded exactly like Jack Black. This was the, like, Jablinski gaming days when Jack Black had, like, the big scruffy beard. Yeah. And so, like, that exact guy walks into the movie theater, and he comes up to the concession counter where I'm working, and I cannot help but say, and I regret saying this now because I wish I would just said something else, uh, I, has anyone ever told you you look like Jack Black? Because I can't just prevent myself from saying that because I'm 18 and stupid. <laughs> And he kind of looks at me, and then he goes, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and he ordered two, he, he ordered 
a large pack of Twizzlers, a large soda, and two nacho platters, and then asked me if the nacho platters were, quote, rocking some cheese. That is very explicit. That sounds like something Jack Black would say. There is no earthly way that that was not Jack Black. And that's the thing. And ever since that day, I've just been thinking back to, like, that had to have been him. Because the only alternative is someone with Jack Black's appearance, voice, and personality who lives in my town or visited my town, and I've never seen him since. But the other possibility is that Jack Black was just kind of in the area and decided to go see a movie. (laughs) Listen, listen, I think the second possibility might be what happened there, because, like... I know what you asked whenever you first told me the story. Why would Jack Black come to a little theater in my hometown in my state? I would pose the question, why wouldn't he? It's Jack Black. Yeah, I guess he was just around. That's always possible. He's just in places sometimes, and sometimes that place is close to you. How many people can say they've made Jack Black nachos? You can. You can. (laughs) You sure as hell can. You can say that. Yes, you can. I mean, do it. Oh my god. Jack Black. That could be yeah, your claim to fame. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm the guy who made Jack Black two nacho platters once. And he asked if they were rocking some cheese. I hope he was. Which, that's the other thing that baffles me about this story. Is like, Jack, why wouldn't they be? Yeah, or his nachos <laughs> like, justice for chips. What the fuck? Yeah, like... What? What, Jack? Maybe he meant like the proper amount of cheese. Like, there's I, I, I'm assuming like a pinching amount of cheese. Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming that he wanted to know if they were on top or on the side. But that's the way to phrase it. That's the most Jack Black way to phrase. So that he question. asked if they were rocking them. That's the most Jack Black way to phrase that question I've ever heard. Yeah, that's like a that's a question. Oh my god, I can't, I'm gonna start using it. Rockin' some cheese. There's that just like a like, flavor to that. Like, I that know. Also, like, listen, yeah, you should, because that also sounds like something you would say, because you say a lot of crazy, weird sayings that I've never heard come out of anyone else's mouth but yours. I, I love you for that. I, I mean, as people with the diagnosis say, I got the straight brain-to-mouth disease. Mm. <laughs> yeah. like, no filter with, like, what I'm saying goes through. It's just like, okay, can we get that off the assembly line and out into the air as fast as possible? That is the only possibility. How old were you guys when you found out that a brain was a single lump with a bunch of wrinkles in it and not a tube that was folded? Ooh, man, I can't remember. Because until oh. this year, I thought that the brain was like intestines and in that it was like a tube that was like folded and wrapped around itself a bunch. Oh, no. That, that old spaghetti brain. No. Yeah, I like, thought that oh. you could, I thought that no. you would be able to unravel a brain in the way you might be able to unravel someone's guts and get a single line. And it was this year that I found out that it's one lump. No, like I, Huh. Okay, I feel I knew like that, but still. I feel like I somehow always knew that that's what a brain was. I can't pinpoint when I made the connection because I don't think I ever made it. I feel like I just always knew. Oh, a brain is a lump with a bunch of wrinkles. All right. We gotta watch Dougal. Yeah. I feel like we're all putting off yeah. watching Dougal. Yeah, we're all putting off. We're all putting we're off watching Kiko Dougal four because this is the episode where we die, folks. We're gonna. We're die. gonna die tonight. We're gonna die. It has the spring guy in it, though. I'm excited to see him. The little wizard spring. I'm so scared. Uh, Have any of you guys seen Dougal? I've not seen Dougal. Oh my god! It's been a hot minute, and I. God, I can't believe we have to pair Dougal with the masterpiece that is Kikuo Miku 4. This is so exciting. This is, uh, is going to be a trip. This is going to be something. All right, everybody. The purveyor of Dougal. Oh, I'm the purveyor of Pray Dougal. for us. Oh, wait, wait. We never introduced ourselves. Are we recording right now? Yeah, we're recording. This is the same intro that we've had um, for like coming phone. back for, for Joker Phone. This is, yeah, this is Just very the quiet. The quiet sighs. Yeah. The, everybody's looking down at their hands. Yes. Or their hands are in their, or their 
Yeah, their head is in their hands. Yes, listeners, and you want to know? You want to know why that is? I really hate to say it, but unfortunately, this combo was really good. It worked. It worked. I it sinks. It sinks, and I'm so pissed about it. To that point, I must stress. It is on par with Joker Phone. Kiko Miku 4 syncs with Dogo. Yeah. Dougal. I know! The 2005 film Dougal. Yep. Goes really, really well with Kikuo Miku 4. Now, let me stress, it's not exactly the same as Joker Phone. There are down moments, but oh my god, is it up there. It's <sighs> close enough to where you can make a debate yeah. about whether it is a slightly worse sync or an equal sync. Right. I don't, think anyone would the- ed- I don't think anyone would argue it's a better one. No, it's definitely not no. better, but it's up there, and I... This wasn't supposed to work! Why did this work? Vince, what did you say about it? Uh, Kikuo Dougal 4 is God's funniest joke. It really is. <laughs> okay. Remember at the intro where I said that God looked down on me and decided to ignore my pleas for a good sink? I'm going to rescind that. God looked down on me and said, Hey, you want a good sink? Watch this. You've been monkey pod. I've been monkey pod. <laughs> you're like, you put Kiku Omiku 4 and you're like, God, please let this make a good sink. And a finger on the monkey's paw curled. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. I'm so upset. I can't what you wanted, but at what cost? At what cost? At what cost? I cannot stress the comedy of watching my three close friends view this movie and their faces contort and twist <laughs> as they realized it's still working. Oh god, it's still working. <laughs> no! You want to know what's really funny? Totally, it was consistent. And with a couple of songs, it worked lyrically, which is really funny to me. Almost the entire thing worked tonally. A couple of songs worked lyrically, A couple of songs worked lyrically, but mostly, like, Kiku Amiko 4, when I first listened to it a few days ago, I described it to you as demented circus music. Because, yeah, that's basically what it is. That's That was a lot of classic Kikuo for the longest Dougal, time. intentionally or otherwise, presents us with a fittingly demented circus. Ah, God, yeah. yeah! I mean, it is called the Magic Roundabout in Old Britain. The Magic Roundabout does sound like if this album were made in English, that would be the title of it. Yeah. Yes. Like, if this... If this album were in English, it would be extremely fucked up to listen to because of the lyrics. Well, like, it still it, is. It's it just, still is. It's just messed up in a different language. Yes. Yeah. But, like, it would be more messed up for us because we'll actually be able to understand it without looking up a translation. Kikamo is a very dark producer. <laughs> Dis- a lot of these songs are about death. The second oh, yeah. song is about soldiers coming to the star inn to rest forever, i.e. dying in war. So, disclaimer, if you do try this, do it, and you are watching Dougal. Um, <laughs> do it after the DVD FBI warning. That's yeah. when you should right. start keeping... Well, so, okay, right, well, like, well, I feel like there's um, only a DVD FBI warning if you're watching a DVD. Right, like, disclaimer, um, we did not... Usually, for every other episode, we We have... mentioned this in the intro. Did we? Yeah, we talked about the fact that we were listening to this on DVD, or watching this movie on DVD. Right, yeah. I... Sorry. Which <laughs> means, good. unfortunately, we own... Uh, we don't own, but we are currently in possession of um, a physical copy of Dougal, which is an icon of evil. So, <laughs> yes. I have a feeling... <laughs> okay, can I tell you guys a story of the one time I possessed a potentially cursed object. Really? Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. I was at Walgreens. And <laughs> oh, oh, obviously. No, I was at Walgreens, and I was at the checkout aisle of Walgreens, and I looked over at the uh, little counter, 
and there was a Funko Pop figure. Oh my god. Okay. The brand just said Disney. Uh-huh. And the character said Devil. And it was a <laughs> cartoon Satan with horns, a tail, and a pitchfork. Uh-huh. And there was a sticker on the front that said a Walgreens exclusive. <laughs> and I have never seen a product that was just so baffling to look at. Yeah. So I took this off the shelves and said, I own this now. This is 10 bucks. I am purchasing this product. And so I did. I still have it. I have not taken it out of the box and I have not removed the Walgreens exclusive sticker. I have a feeling that if I attempted to get rid of it, I would come home and it would still be on my desk. Don't take it out of the box or else you will. It will be like releasing Z... Z, What was his name? Z-Bad from the carousel. Yeah. Yeah. It will be the exact same situation and he he will quip at you about the blue man Zebedee and Z-Bad. Z-Bad. Can you remind me what the product was again? My brain turned to soup. What, it was a Funko Pop of Satan from Disney. As in Fantasia? I don't know. Oh, that's the Bald Mountain Man. I don't know if he's the devil. I just know So he's I the looked on guy. the back of the box. Uh-huh. And there there was a list of all of the Nightmare Before Christmas Funko Pops. Huh? Of which oh. devil was not listed. What? <laughs> There is, however, a devil character in the Nightmare Before Christmas. There is. However, on the back of the box, devil was not one of the characters in the list of Nightmare Before Christmas pop figures. Okay, can I put on, can I propose two possible theories? Yeah. Yeah. Either you have somehow encountered an SCP product in the wild and purchased it for yourself, or somehow a product from an equivalent to the store you were in from... Uh, no, let me rephrase. Option B is the backroom's equivalent of a product that you could buy in a, in a backroom's equivalent of the store that you were in. Like, somehow that particular product no clipped out of the backrooms and came to the store that you were in, and you just happened to find it at the perfect, the perfect time. Here's the thing. Yes? Uh, if I Google image search it, it comes up. So I can show you what this product looks like. Uh, all right. that is Disney Devil Walgreens exclusive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yep, yeah, that's a Backrooms product, I think. It is- Why do we keep bringing up Walgreens on this podcast? <laughs> I was about to- Walgreens is a running joke at this point! Apparently, they have milk and Disney Devils at Walgreens. Also have Beyblades. What? <laughs> that was my pr- okay for context. Not context. You're allowed to know this about me. I used to be very into Beyblades. Oh, I'm in aware. Previously, high school and Walgreens was my like primary source of Beyblades. Even though they would only have like two at one time, and I would be like, I'm gonna go to Walgreens and I'm gonna buy a Beyblade, and that's gonna be my day. Magnificent. Anyways, they sell Beyblades there. They sell Beyblades at Walgreens. (laughs) And apparently Disney Devil Walgreens exclusive and milk and juice. (laughs) And milk and juice. (laughs) And milk and juice. Gotta get the Devil Funko Pop, Morty! (laughs) (laughs) Morty! Morty's the most powerful Funko Pop, Morty! It's more powerful than ours! Walgreens! We have Funko Pops. We have fun- you know we have Funko Pops. Morty. Of course we have Funko Pops. We're, we're, so, uh, we're so marketable, Morty. <laughs> oh my god! Was that the only Funko Pop that was there? Yes. It was in the Pops. checkout aisle with the candy. I was not I was not expecting you to say yes because that implies something sinister about Walmart. Tell me, Clay, is that Walmart still there? Walgreens. 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 Is that Walgreens still yeah. there? Okay, because I was prone to believe that when, once you bought Disney Devil Funko Pop Walmart Walgreens exclusive, that that Walgreens <laughs> crumbled behind you yeah, and ceased to exist. It's the Walgreens that was, at the time, the one near my high school, which 
the high school doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh? Mm, did, did the Walgreens devil wipe out the high school? I don't know. Repayment for your services. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You have brought my punko... My punko My punko my favorite. Shut up. Shut up. Ah, yes. You have brought my Funko Pop figure from the Walgreens I used to rule. I will destroy the high school as repayment for your services. I like that. I, it, so, I'm talking about I, for a brief amount of time, went to high school in a rec center because our school didn't have a building yet. It'd be like that. Already? That's that's and the wing of the rec center in which I went to high school, has been walled off. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know why, but if I go to where there used to be a door that led to my high school, it's just a wall now. A cast oh. of Amontillado type It's shit. been cast of Amontillado. That's very upsetting. Um, sword, if you will. Was, was it a spontaneous kind of situation? Yeah. I.e., was it a situation where there was a weird phenomenon that only affected high school seniors in your town, and it started in your high school, so people had to quarantine the high school and shut it down? If you're about to say what I think you're about to say... I was at the time, because the school was so new it didn't even have a building yet, I was the first graduating class. So at the time, me and my peers were the only seniors. So the answer to your question is yes. Okay, Vince, what were you thinking I was going to say? I was going to think that you were going to bring up Spontaneous. I was! Ah! Which, I put that movie on the list. Listeners, for those of you who don't know, I was referencing the 2020 horror rom-com Spontaneous, which is a wonderful movie that has the same setup as a typical young adult romance with the twist that... For whatever reason, high school seniors or high school students in general, teenagers generally, are prone to spontaneously exploding, much like balloons filled with blood. As it goes. You've talked to me about this movie. It sounds interesting and I would like to see it. It is actually really good. It actually has a lot of heart to it and it genuinely made me cry at the end, which I did not expect. Like, ugly cry. For some reason, you talking about this made me remi- reminded me of Rubber. If you guys have seen that, I've seen evil. Rubber. I have heard of Rubber. Rubber, yeah, Rubber, rubber as in the Evil Tire. Yeah, 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 the Evil Tire movie. Is Rubber yeah. on the list? It ought to be. We need to we put it on the list. I, was, I have a few open spots on the list. I'll put it on there. I was thinking of putting Godzilla: Final Wars on the list because I thought it would be really funny. <laughs> Anyways, um. And Dougal. Dougal. Oh my god, we won't talk much about Dougal. We were talking about Dougal. So, I think we need to talk about the action scenes in Dougal. Right, because those work especially well. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, just so you guys know, the reason we're comparing this to Joker Phone is because the first half was kind of okay, it meshed. From the song Mandela onwards, it became incredibly Joker Okay, beyond that, beyond that, the comparisons to the structure of Joker Phone continue. Because the opening title cards meshed perfectly. Oh, yeah. Which, oh, yeah. The first scene was great. The rest of the first half of the movie was okay. And then the last half of the movie had a screaming at the TV... In disbelief. Yeah. Yes! At the beginning half, I thought it was going to be more like Akira. Yeah. Or, uh... Is it Akira or Akira? Akira. Akira. Ranch. Akira. I... 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 Yeah, that's Anyway, it reminded me of the first half of that, and I was like, okay, a couple songs are going to go cool, they're going to bop, then it's going to fade off. And right? then Mandela happened, and it synced perfectly with a fight scene in a tomb with a bunch of skeletons. And I did not... I yes, was in denial. Di- you see the diamond that these characters are trying to get after, because the plot of this movie is the Avengers Infinity War, but... Like, <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, Z-Bad is an evil wizard whose legs are a single spring. 
He wants three diamonds for a reason. He wants the chaos. The good guys are a snail, a cow who is dating the snail, a stoned monkey, a dog. He's a rabbit! You're so mean to him! Did I call him a monkey? Yeah! A stoned rabbit? I was thinking of that vine of someone giving a monkey a ton of weed. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh, no! Okay, no. no, I haven't! I've seen the one with the show, monkey okay, two show, dogs. Okay, show me after the recording. I'm going to show you after the recording. It's so good. Anyways, um, all of these main characters are trying to get the diamonds before the bad guy gets the diamonds. Uh, and that's the movie. Uh, and there's some kind of magic BS there's that serves the reason of why these characters want to achieve diamond. The threat is friend gets frostbite and dies, perhaps. Yes. They're trying to save uh, her from dying so frostbite. So you see the first of the three diamonds with this, like, bright yellow golden glow in an ancient temple while you hear this, like, dark choir music playing. Just the, the majesty of it. And then a bunch of skeletons rise from the ground and you get this pumping action music while these really badly rendered animal characters are fighting them off. And, like, Mandala, which is the song that is playing to this scene, is six minutes long or over that, so it lasted the whole time. And it matched the rise and fall of the action in the scene near perfectly. Nearly every time the main villain of the movie, Z-Bad, shows up... We got, like, a really dark melody. He's accompanied by a lack of drums and a dark droning melody. It is extremely funny. Also, That's so funny. This why? why? I think what work? got me the most though was the train chase. The train, yeah. the train chase oh was actually kind of kicking. Oops. What? <laughs> for what? And for what? And for what? Why? Dougal. Why? <laughs> Dougal. What? Ah! Mind break. Mind break. God, why Dougal? Welcome to the Mind Food. Wrong Vocaloid producer. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was just like, I was like, welcome to my Yeah. Welcome. Wrong Vocaloid producer. That's Maritu. Hopefully we get one of his albums soon. When when did Kikuo Miku 4 come out? Okay, um, it's one of his... Was it after or before 2005? Uh, when did you release... Release day. When did you release? When did you? 2014. December 30th, 2014. So, okay. So this is the first matchup that we've had, I think, where... Like, Kikuo started his, like, Vocaloid music career as we know it in 2011. Okay. So this is the first time that the album has come a significant amount of time after the movie. Uh... Star Wars and Undertale? A Key Ranch. Oh, you're right. Yeah, no, this is no. not the first time. Yo, you're, you guys are totally right. What am I saying? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I want to hear it anyway. Anyway, go yeah, off. Anyway, go, on, go off, King. Go off. You think that Kikuo was just like, you know what would be funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I made this work with Dougal. Okay, so... <laughs> I... Okay... I'm more of an expert on this man than you are because I follow his YouTube channel and his Twitter account. Mm-hmm. I... Okay, I don't think he knows what the Ooh. Dougal is. It Otherwise, would... you would have a point to make. It would be funny, though. Can it you would imagine? be hilarious, though, right? <laughs> Can you imagine if Kikuo Miku 4 was secretly a Dougal fan album and he did not... <laughs> Say anything to anyone. Cause like No, I doubt it because the lyrics are too dark for Dougal many times. There's time. no doubt in my head, and I've said this before on the show. Uh-huh. There's no doubt in my head that some musician has done this. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Written an album that secretly syncs to a movie perfectly and then never tell anyone and hope they figure it out. No, right, and I agree with you. Dougal is the worst choice to do oh, this to. Right. <laughs> It's the best choice if you think about it. Yeah. It's, it's like if I made a breakcore hyperpop album that was secretly a hoodwinked letter, like love letter in disguise, and I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Do you want to make that? <laughs> there is a non-zero chance that I do. Would you like to collab? Would you like to? I do. I do. Okay. It's gonna happen. Okay, Tree Critter, Critters Have Feelings, Red is Blue, all of those songs, I could do some... December 2023. 
The collab album releases. No, it has to be original. We have to write lyrics. I know how to use Vocaloid. We will do this. It will be a secret thing. Hyperwinked. Hyperwinked. Banging title. Oh my god, it's gonna suck. I'm so excited. Uh, but like I mm, okay, and I, what I do have to say is that like moments of sync, you know, sometimes they'll come a second afterward, or it's like, hey, you know, that could, you know, possibly, yes, because there are awkward but, pauses where no music is played. But Dougal, nearly every time the music synced really well, it was quite literally like frame perfect. In I, the camera flash. The camera, the camera flash. flash. Can we talk about the camera flash? I've been dying to talk about the camera. Okay, so um what was that? That was the final song. What was it called? Final song The one with a lot of sound effects in it. That's most of his discography. Telephone ringing, stuff like that. That is most of his So for context, uh, the final scene of Dougal is Dougal sets up a cute little camera and he takes a group picture um, of everyone. Technology Technology ni yume no sete is okay. what Google has said. Technology ni mini so, no sete? Technology ni, technology ni yume no sete. Okay, so that song, because I have a uh, soup memory, because that song starts with a camera flash sound, and since Dougal ends with a camera flash, they nearly frame perfectly play at the same time to the point where you would have thought it was a sound that the movie made if it wasn't on mute. No, it was a sound from the song. It is quite literally frame perfect. And it is horrifyingly frame perfect. Why did this work? In the beginning as well, um, when Zbad first shows up, I believe it is. Yeah. He's, he springs into shot, and each time he, like, he jumps up to move. It sinks. Yeah, it, it manages there, to be. There I, is a, I don't know what, it's some sort of crunchy. Welcome noise. to the Star Inn is oh, the song. Okay. There's some sort of crunchy noise when he jumps, and every time that he jumps to move somewhere, it plays this noise, like, that's what his springs sound like. Like, almost they sound, like, rusted and underused. No, but, like, that... I love that detail that you pointed out, but I just want to point out, given the context of that song lyrically, I'm pretty sure outside of the context of this experience, that sound is meant to be the crunching of bones. <laughs> As nice. it always is. Whenever well, it kind of is the crunching of bones inside of this experience, too. Yeah. If you assume that the springs have bones. Yeah. Oh, we have to talk about your meta-narrative that you've crafted. Please, talk about the meta-narrative. So, I, I wanted to find a... It's very easy to construct very dark fan theories about media, uh, especially children's media that is broad. Which is why you see so many Ooh, Ed and Ed and Ed, Ed and Eddie were dead the whole time. Yeah, read the cul-de-sac is purgatory! Oh! Very odd parents are drugs. <laughs> Yeah, there's a theory that each, there's the theory that each of the fairies and fairy odd parents are meant to represent a specific hard drug. That's hilarious. Which actually. one's Cosmo? I forget. All of them. I forget. <laughs> Remember the theory about Rugrats about all of the babies being dead and Angelica yeah. is just coping really badly Ooh. with it. So here's my theory. Here's my Dougal theory. Yeah. All of the animals in Dougal. And the spring wizards and the toy soldier are all formerly human creatures who have, through some magical apparatus, been unknowingly sealed into this surreal dream world that is largely empty except for them. This Probably via the di- diamonds. Which would make sense diamonds. because um, they do not encounter any other characters that are not each other for the whole movie. Other than an army of skeletons. Other than an army of skeletons. From the moment they leave the park where the roundabout is in, they are even the when only... They're, even with, when they're in the roundabout. Right, like, they are the only living characters that we see There are no side characters movie. or extras in this movie. It's just them. So they are forced to wander the earth in a forgetful purgatory, going on nonsensical adventures for the entertainment of potentially some cruel god. 
Zebad is supposed to be this evil legendary wizard, but he spends most of the movie just kind of wandering around looking for diamonds with his toy soldier friend. Me when I play Minecraft. <laughs> he's like at one point just in a rowboat to get there, right? Like a normal rowboat, not even an evil rowboat. Just, yeah, just no. regular. No, it's just a boat. It's just a boat. If this guy supposedly has like ice powers, he could freeze the water and he walk could... on it. But no, he's in a rowboat. I mean, for fuck's sake, Elsa did that in Frozen. Yeah. Zebad could do it too. And he doesn't. He just doesn't take advantage of anything. He just goes in the boat. Because all of these characters are just kind of filling the roles that they think they have to, and I'm going to say it's because they don't know they're in purgatory. Right. And if you accept Clay's dark, serious gospel, Kikuo Miku 4's lyrics work a lot better. Yeah. Because Kikuo has very dark lyrics paired with very whimsical and somewhat happy-sounding instrumentals. That has been his whole gig since he started making Vocaloid music back in 2011. My theory also would hold that directly after the events of Dougal, they all forget what just happened again. Everyone is recast into a different role. This time, the snail or whoever is the big bad. And they're just Wait, doing but then this. Who, then so who's the cow's lover? So you're saying... <laughs> so what you're saying is this is Omori all over again. Alternatively, I would pitch How? to you... Isn't Omori also set in a time loop? No. Omori is in a dream world. Well, yes, but like, isn't the implication in Omori... At least my friend Nico told me this... Isn't the implication that every time Omori has their own Oh, internally inside Sonny's head. It loops again. Yeah. Like it goes, in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking... Like, that's what I mean. I was thinking in terms of faraway town. No, you're totally right. No, like, in terms of, like, plot points and, like, time loops, Uh, there are similarities. That is my fan theory. Dougal is Omori. Dougal is Omori, but much, much worse... Alternatively, I would pitch The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask in a sort of Terminus situation, where this particular series of events has been happening endlessly, Yeah, um, like every ten years. Well, because like at the end of the movie, everything is exactly the same as in the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. None of the characters change in any significant way. Zebad started the movie sealed in the carnival thing. Ends the movie sealed in the carnival thing. Also, um, Sam, the wooden soldier, he's like, oh boy, I love walking around. And then the end of the movie is like, nope, go back to your little your little post and stay there. And he can't fight back. Yes. He, he literally can't do anything about it, despite having dis- like expressed previously that he didn't like that. Every character starts and ends the movie in the exact same place. They literally do not grow at all. The final sentence is like, oh, we learned the value of uh, friendship. And it's what like, the heck is the snail and cow's relationship? I don't know! I don't know! They, at one point, unfortunately, I know the name of these characters. Unfortunately, Ermintrude, the cow, at one point does say that Brian, the snail, is... Ermintrude? Yes, do not ask. I was trying ask. to figure out how to pronounce that. Ermintrude. Yeah, I know. Voiced by Whoopi Goldberg, of course. Um, Ermintrude <laughs> says Brian is her boyfriend, or like the other way around. But Brian asks like he's seeing, he acts like he's seeing her for the first time every time yeah, they interact. He, he acts like a person who has a crush on somebody and is afraid to admit it. But homie, you're already dating her. But they're also presumably already dating. And like, there's several moments where the snail, whose name I've already forgotten, even though you just said it, and don't remind me, (laughs) is like, I have something I've always wanted to tell you. And it's clearly supposed to be, I'm in love with you. And like, dude, you're already dating, dating her. You're dating the freaking cow, man. They do not share any form of physical affection at all, also during the movie, that would suggest they are in a relationship, not even a hug or a small switch. No. So, my theory is that in the original dub of The Magic Roundabout, they are not in a relationship and Brian is trying to work up the courage to tell her. However, in the American dub, they did not do that. And they're already dating. And they're already dating. Why why they made a decision, I do not know. I do not understand. Oh, we do have an it to issue a correction. <laughs> I just got, I just got what? my best idea. What? Okay, okay. I've already forgotten. 
Does the snail ever actually say what it is he was meaning to say to the cow? I don't think so. Okay, here's... Well, I, maybe it here's, was like, oh, you're beautiful, so Here's, here's, here's yeah. my new headcanon. Yeah? He wasn't trying to work up the courage to ask her on a date. Uh-huh. He's trying to work up the courage to ask her to... Pro- or he's trying to work up the courage to propose. I thought you were going to say to break up with him. No, 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 no. no. I thought you were going to say something much worse. He's trying He's trying to propose. And he's not having trouble with it because he's shy. He's having trouble with it because he can't figure out how to get down on one knee. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. This just shows how dirty my mind is. I thought you were going to say he's trying to work up the courage to ask her to have sex. I mean, that too. <laughs> How would that even work? The logistics. <laughs> to send that one through multiple engineers before you'd come up All with that it. S-cargo and beef. No! <laughs> Wait, multiple engineers or one very skilled R34 artist? Engineers. There is absolutely doable. Mechanical. Oh, absolutely! I mean, rule, th- what is it, 36? 34. 34. 34. Rule 34 of the internet, man. Multiple mechanical engineers. Also, snails are hermaphrodites. That is true. They are. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, trans came. Trans rights? All snails are trans. Yeah, baby. Um, oh, oh, wait. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah? Yeah? Um, hold on, I need to look up character design. Yeah? What was the name of this cow? Ermintrude. With an E. Voiced by Whoopi Oh, she had horns! Under her hat? Question mark? She has horns and does not have udders. Trans cow! The cow is trans! The second one! The cow is trans! Then that make make things a bit easier. Yeah. (laughs) I suppose, yeah? I guess. Yeah? Or, oh, we do have to issue that, a correction. Snus- we have found the only... Gertrude <laughs> looking for that snussy. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Get out! Get out! <laughs> shut up! No. Shut... I do... Shut the saxophone noises up. <laughs> I do have to issue a correction to my original Dougal lore. We should say this because um, otherwise I would dunk on this man endlessly. We can still do that. Oh, I will dunk on him whether he wants me to dunk on him or not. He's a real three-pointer. In this um, house, we hate Butch Hartman with a burning passion. But I it previously, me, uh, the Dougal lore purveyor, did state that um, Butch Hartman wrote this movie. However, allegedly, he says that what the final script was was not something that he did, but something Harvey Weinstein uh, hate and loathe did instead in his original Butch Hartman's original script is like lost to the wind. Yeah, it's just unused. And Which, apparently yeah. his original plan for his script was going to intercut live action segments in conjunction with the animated bits. A la The Princess Bride. It would have been like an old man reading the story of Dougal to a child. Imagine. Which is horrible. I would be so mad if my grandpa came in and read me Dougal. Like, I <laughs> Alright, sonny, and here's the part where the snail gets real horny for the cow. I I think he's almost too nice for that. He's, like, nervous about asking her to hold his hand or, like, hug him. But secretly, he's really horny. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. You look at that guy, and he's, like, he turned his personality. He's, like, Kellogg. He's, like, cornflakes. I hate Brian the Snail from the movie Dougal. <laughs> Man, all my homies hate Brian the all Snail. All my hate Brian. Oh my god! He sucks. He's the worst one. Oh my god! Oh wait, we have to. Can we talk about um how Marvel's Infinity War with oh Dougal? Yeah. 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 So, you gotta get the stones to become all-powerful. We cut between the main villain, wandering, looking for the stones, always one step ahead of the team of heroes also looking for the stones. The hero, or the villain, gets the stones each time, and the heroes lose out each time, until the very end, where one of the stones is inside one of the heroes, and the villain has to rip it out to use it. Just like 
Infinity War. Yeah. Also, the fact that that particular character in both situations was an artificial person. Yes. Not human. So Who that one was died and then later was revived, but in an artificial way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stone back in. Well, in Sam's case, they shoved the stone back into his chest hole. Yeah. And like sealed and it up. Not in I guess. his brain hole where Vision's brain skull was. That's me when I put a crystal in my skull. Rick Meth. and Morty season no. four episode one be like, hey, anyway. emeralds. So I have one question for you guys. A question so I already know the answer to, but have to ask anyways because of the format of this program. Yeah. Did this sink up or did it sink down? Vince, you synced go up. first. Synced up, synced up, synced up, synced up. It was so good. It was so funny. Like, it was, oh, I cannot stress enough that Kikuo Dougal 4 is perhaps, dare I say, my favorite. It, it was so much fun. It was so fun. I, oh, It was uh, so much fun. We have barely even touched on the amount of sync that this had. There was, there was like, one scene where it was, like, I, it was this perfect coral while everybody's, like, looking at Z-Bad, like, angrily. And it's, it's incredible. Anyways. I believe that that was... Was it the did the scene take place in like an, a snowy cliff, frozen wasteland next to the magic roundabout? Okay, that song was Tensho Show Tensho twenty fourteen live mix. Yes, that I cannot believe that scene worked as well as it did. It was incredible. I'm so upset that that worked because the original version of that song is one of my favorites from Kikuo's whole discography because it's so beautifully produced. And it worked with fucking Dougal! It synced up without question and also with the added benefit of watching my friends just utterly dissolve. (laughs) You got the amount of screaming that happened in this room when things worked. Like, Holly, I think, ceased to become a person for about 30 minutes. No, you're, you're correct. Because yeah. you were staring straight into the eyes of a cruel, laughing god who had given you your one of your favorite albums with, without question, one of the worst movies ever made. And it worked. And it worked really well. God gave me this combo, knew I would hate it, and laughed when he watched me slowly admit that I was enjoying myself. I saw this dark light flashing behind your eyes. It it almost, it was on, like, the side of, like, primal rage, like, bloodlust, and, like, Cruel amusement. So, no, things, that's things correct. that we have learned about God on this podcast: a lemon demon fan. Yeah, yeah. B really weird sense of humor. Yeah, this is this really truly is God's funniest joke, and He shared it with me. Granted, I would expect possible. a pretty weird sense of humor from the entity that invented ducks. You know, yeah. 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 Or geese. Or geese. Platypus. So, Jay, did this sink up or did it sink down? I'm sad to say that it did, in fact, sink up. And one of these scenes that was tremendous that we all screamed at, um, Z-Bad had this button thing. I don't remember. They were in, like, some weird icy ravine. Z-Bad was doing some bad things. I don't know. I... My memory is bad, but he gets, not, he has one of the diamonds, and he gets, um, oh yeah, one of the diamonds was thrown up into the air, and the heroes are trying to catch it, and then Z-Bad, because he's a springy little dude, he springs out above them, and he grabs it real quick. And then they're all looking at him like, oh no, and then there's this soft, dramatic music that just gets... Um, is it louder or faster? Louder. Fast. Louder Both, and faster. Both. Both. Okay. It just, it just cranks up. Like and the bunny dude, but Mr. Bunny Stoner Man. Dylan. Dylan, thank you. Um, he sees this button that Z-Bad had. He's like, oh, this thing will do, I don't know, something. <laughs> um... <laughs> I paid attention sometimes, I swear. Mm, button. Um, and he grabs this button, and 
like, he's, like, looking at this button, and as soon as, like, he raises his arm to push the button, there's this dramatic, uh different camera shot, and at then, there's, like, this kind of bass drop. And it's not a bass drop, but, like, the the music just kicks it up by 20 notches. And, um, the button ends up doing nothing. But, like, still, that moment, as he pushes the button and the things yeah. coincide. And, like, that was too good. And it, it was, was too good. And, like, I should say... You were trying to debate whether it was louder or faster, both, but the noticeable change for me was whenever it went faster. Reincarnation yeah. Ascension is a song that changes pace a lot. Yeah. But like you started, That's one of the appeals of listening to it, if you don't fair. know the lyrics and what they mean. But it so. started pretty slow, and then it just, like, upped, up and upped and beat. As soon as he, like, held out his hand to push the button. And, like, I should, came I should point out, the part in the song that Jay is talking about is one of my favorite song parts in the extended version of the original Reincarnation Ascension, which just added to the situation for me. Also, there is a little bit of build-up both in the film and in the song when that happens, so it wasn't like a moment of, like, serendipitous sync. It was like, oh, oh, wait, 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 we're building up, we're building up, we're building up. Dylan's getting up, he's getting off the ground, he's got the button, he's gonna press it, and he's saying something... Debatably, maybe kind of cool if you squint. (laughs) And then, like, beat drop exactly as soon as he presses the button. Literally transcendent. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, it's not when he pushes the button, but it is when he whips it out. It's when he whips whips Um, whips out the button and then he pushes it later. He he whips out the button and the beat drops and it's like, we were too busy screaming for me to pay attention. Holly. I. Can't believe I'm saying this. I didn't think I would say this about this combination, but this absolutely synced up. And I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like you already know my thoughts because I could not stop talking about how it affected me throughout the whole recording after we watched this thing. It's inarguable. I cannot debate, and I fully agree. This syncs up, which brings us to a final count of four out of four. Which, I can't believe it's a four out of four sync. I have another question for you guys. I have a thing first. Go off. Um, what the f*** was up with the random pop culture references out of nowhere? Uh, they were all added in the dub. It's an yeah, American dub of a British the, movie. The stupidest ones. You got the Blue Man Group. You got Master Chief. Lord of the Rings several times. Yeah, Lord of the Rings several times. You got Hammer Time was mentioned. Susudio? The song Susudio? Yeah. Like, what? What even? Susudio. That one? Susudio? I'm hip. I'm with it. I'm with the time, fellow kids. How do you do, fellow students? Exactly. The Americans will only watch our spring wizard movie <laughs> if it contains a snail that dates a cow and pop culture references every other line. Can we and make weirdly snappy comebacks? And weirdly snappy comebacks. Can we make a Lord of the Rings reference about every five minutes and get away with it? That's what this movie was like. Yes. And then Infinity War came along and was like, can we make a Dougal reference every... <laughs> <laughs> Shut! Here's my hot take. Yeah. Legit, if that's the case with Infinity War, which I know it's not, but it would be funny, it does make the movie at least 10% more watchable. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which, I, I can't tell which movie you're talking about, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I won't tell you. In okay. both ways. Anyway, your go, question? Go on with your question. What are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? Next week, let's learn, baby. Let's find let's out. Find out. Let's run the numbers. What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing next week? What's happening next week? Next week. What's happening? You. We you gotta are, tell me. What's we happening? are watching. What is it? We gotta know. Ooh, the suspense is killing me. Uh huh. That was a horrible. Pirates of the Caribbean. Which one? Which one? Which one? Which one? Curse of the dot dot dot. What's the continuation of that? The Black Pearl. What is it? Wait, what are what we staring it? it with? Metro Station. Yes! <gasps> oh, 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 oh. Okay, sorry. Oh.
sorry. Metro Station by Metro Station. I don't know what that is, but we oh, got yeah. two of mine. This is, I am so excited. I cannot Not stress how. It's, no, like, that was from the movies, right? Guys, yeah. this is going to be Emo Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. Metro Station is the band behind oh. Shake It. Shake, 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 shake it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be on the album. I am so excited. This is going to suck so much. Pirates of, <laughs> Pirates of the Metro Station. Station. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Metro Station. I think Pirates of the Metro Station works better. Uh, Pirates of the Metro Station, Curse of the Metro Station. Pirates <laughs> 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 of the Metro Station with Metro. Yeah. Pirates of the Metro Station, Curse of the Metro Station. We'll see you then, Wait, listeners.